0: This is Juan Ogden. I'm John Miles. Dia de los Muertos Utah is having their fifth annual Dia de los Muertos Festival this Saturday, October 28th, from 1 to 8 p.m. at the Union Station. It's family-friendly and free for all ages, and it features music and vendors, food, a car show, ofrendas, costumes, dancing, and more always kind of traditionally celebrated at this time or
1: i i think that there is like a like i don't know about the exact date but uh, i think around the time of the sun probably because uh, that's it that's the day that like the passage opens up they call it oh. uh so it's ultimately like the floor the sepasuchio floor which is the marigolds that you can see them in some of the altars oh. and everything else so they usually uh create like a path where that connects to the other side
0: there's this flower floor that makes a bridge between what the the living world and the mm-hmm. dead world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's ultimately what the f- the flower represents is they're they're able to create that pathway. Okay. Right. So I think that it does have something to do with the date, but I'm not sure if it's that exact date through thousands of years or cause mm. I don't know when the calendar got in, you know. But <laughs> So it's, yeah. it's that old of a holiday? Yeah. Like yeah. Thousands? It's been celebrated for thousands of years. The Aztec culture celebrated it before you know, it's ma- I don't know if it's thousands, maybe hundreds, hundreds of years for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so, so yeah, what is just kind of the story of it, or like the the lore of it? So uh, ultimately, the holiday is to celebrate life. Uh, it, a lot of people think that it, it's celebrating death. It really is more celebrating life, mm-hmm. uh, because everybody's gonna die, and we're all just here to make sure that the legacy doesn't go away. Uh-huh. So th- a lot of the ofrendas and all of the altars are for that. They are for continuing that legacy and remembering your ancestors and at the end of the day they come in that's why the marigolds are there they come in here to celebrate with us that's why you have some of their favorite things a lot of people put beer some people put cig- cigarettes it just depends on what your ancestors liked and you just celebrate with them huh. you know everybody's culture
2: and hmm. the other Los you utah what is it that you do
1: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. My, name, my name is Leon. I am the the director of the Dia de los Muertos, Utah. That happens at the Union Station in Ogden, Utah. Uh, this is her fifth year going going forward, and we're excited to have many more years.
2: Uh, my name is Rebecca Rodriguez. I am on the committee. This is my first year with the committee, and I will be hosting the Katrina the Contest Competition this year. Oh, what's that? The Katrina Competition is they will be judged... On their wardrobe, and it could be any theme, and also makeup. Um, some people know it as like the school uh-huh. makeup. Um, and we have about ten entries, um, and I have three professional judges that are in the industry that will be judging. Um, and this is the first year that we're doing it, first annual. So for for this year, we only started out for with about ten people that will be competing this competing this year.
0: Okay. And so people come down to the festival and they w- get painted up like skeletons? Is that...
2: Um, actually, the models that we're having are going to come already ready mm. to be judged. Um, people will attend an event also dressed up um, in the as a katrina or Katrin. Catherine. Mm-hmm.
0: And so is that kind of the idea is that we are sort of dressing like the dead and then the dead are coming over to
1: party with us and it's, uh, it's yeah,
0: like ultimately a it's Like a, like, like a celebration.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Celebration of life. We're and we're excited to really celebrate with the community because we know that a lot of times there's not r- that representation. Mm-hmm. And this is a great way for the community of Ogden and nearby areas. It, we've gotten people from outer states as well. Like there's people from Wyoming, Montana. They're all coming here for our festival. And it's just really excited to allow that pathway for them to celebrate. And so tell me about the ofrendas.
0: What, what is an ofrenda?
1: So the ofrenda usually features uh, images or pictures from your past loved ones. Uh, And a lot of times they either put candles, uh, marigolds, and their favorite things. Yeah, their
2: photos. Mm -hmm. Um, I know some places they actually bring like their favorite food. Yeah. And then the family will eat together Mm. as they celebrate their life. We will have food trucks. How many food vendors do we have? seven yeah
1: there's seven we'll have seven, seven food, food trucks
2: tra- seven food trucks yes yeah. last year we had five
1: yeah last year we had so five so we're adding more
0: we're uh-huh. expanding on
2: Come the food. support your your local food trucks
0: great
1: and there's music
2: there's gonna yeah. be music how many
1: we have about four musical four? acts and two dancing acts as well and the katrina contest
2: will be mariachi what type of music mariachi mariachi music in India, uh
1: yeah there's a kind of is rumba libre who's okay. one of them and okay. they usually do so come rumba with your dancing salsa. shoes Absolutely. come and dance
2: i will be out there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna have a music dancing makeup art we will have vendor booths inside and outside of the building at the union station
1: yeah. we also have the speaking of altars we have in r- the gallery in the union station there is community altars so each of friend that got set up by a family in the community and they came in they brought in pictures of their loved ones and they will just be out here celebrating as well hmm. um, we do ask everybody to be respectful when they do come into the gallery so that like yeah that.
2: not to touch anything on the altars mm-hmm. or the ofrendas mm-hmm. yeah. just to be respectful
1: yeah
0: because that's an el- like uh, it, like I'm I, I know all of my stuff about Dia de los Muertos from Coco. Is that like annoying or is it, you know, nice to have that awareness? What
2: I think I in today's society, I think we lack of culture. Uh-huh. And I love that we're doing it in Ogden because I think people need to acknowledge the culture and what's behind the culture, uh-huh. um, not just our culture, but different cultures. Uh, and I like that. I like. Yeah. Coco is a great introduction uh-huh. of the culture.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just curious about some of those things. Like, the animals, aren't those colorful animals a part of it? Is that some kind of thing?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, some, well, not necessarily, like, animals like the dog. Like, it doesn't necessarily cross over like that. Uh-huh. But it's more so uh, what's called an alebrije. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and those are ultimately, like, imaginary friends. They're uh-huh. not necessarily living things. Uh, uh-huh. uh It came from, uh, I think he was a Mexican artist, I believe. And he had a dream. And in his dream... He saw an alebrije. so then he started building the alebrijes on, on from I don't know if they were like uh, like papel maché or if they were made out of the terracotta, uh, but he started like making them, and then people were like, "What are those?" And he started connecting it. He said, "Well, I saw it in my dreams, and they helped me guide, they guided me to my grandma or to my grandpa." So then from there, you just kind of becoming, we became part of the culture, huh. um, and. I'm sure, you know, there. there is, like, in the Aztec culture, there's, like, things like the hummingbird and, and other animals that kind of represent that mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, yeah. I'm sure that there is a connection there as well. But as far as, like, an actual animal that, like, kind <laughs> of goes back and forth, I don't think that that necessarily exists. Yeah. It's more so, like, a connection between two loved ones. So, like, if a hummingbird visits you, it's a lot past loved one. Or if, uh, you know, th- th- it just kind of depends on, on what your connection is.
0: Yeah. Right, that's like an interesting thing about the holiday that, that it, Like it kind of spans religions Like it sort of deals with things that religion might deal with But sort of crosses all of them
2: I think it's more of a culture than it is like a religion
0: Yeah Does it tend to inform people's ideas about the afterlife Or is it just like more of a fun idea?
1: In, in, inform people about I mean, Do you think that people
0: base their belief systems About kind of these Dia de los Muertos beliefs?
2: They, I believe they can
1: yeah, they they might. I I think, I think. Okay, I I feel like more so, it kind of helps deal with death. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we fear death, or we, we you know we as a society we we fear we fear death and we're scared of it. Mm-hmm. We but this celebration allows for that fear to be gone because you're really are celebrating life, and then you can see that. Through that day, your loved ones can come and visit and you can see the ofrendas. You can set up altars so you can remember your past. Uh-huh. So then you can see that your past is not gone, not just because you're dead, you're forgotten. Right. You're still going to be remembered by your legacy and your family and your loved ones, ultimately. So it's it takes away a little bit of that fear of like, when I die, I'm going to be forgotten and nothing else matters. This kind of helps you remember yeah. that. You will be loved even after that. Yeah.
2: And I think everyone might have a different way how to deal with that. And this is just, a, like you said, a representation of just life, the celebration, you know, the legacy, like he said. Um, But I do think when it comes to religion or different people's beliefs, that everyone has their own way. And in this Mm -hmm. culture, this is just another way, form or fashion. It's like one of those things, like, every Christmas we eat tamales and pozole. I don't know why we do it, but we do it. And we also... Um, our culture, sp- not just Mexican culture, I feel like all the Latinos, we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. I don't know why we do it. We do it. Huh. I don't know why we eat certain foods, but we do.
0: Huh. It's like
2: one of those things. I don't know the history, but I've known we've done it since I was a kid. And it's just <laughs> kind
0: of been passed down generation to generation? Generation through generation through huh.
2: generation. Like we celebrate the 24th, right? Yeah. yeah. The evening. Christmas is like a, another day, but we celebrate Christmas on the 24th. Let's see. Huh.
0: And you can just count on other Mexican people to know it.
2: Everyone know Everyone does. We all. <laughs> yeah. Even different cultures that, but are still Latinos. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everyone celebrates it on the 24th. Wow. So it's like I tell people we have like two Christmases. But what we do, we celebrate it like it's New Year's. We stay up until, until midnight.
0: Uh-huh. That's honestly the crazy thing about Mexican culture is there's like two cultures going on. There's all the like native everybody who was living here forever culture, and then there's the culture that the Spanish came and kind of glued on top of it. Can I tell you how many different types of tamales there are? Yeah, I would love to hear.
2: (laughs) They're every color. They even do fruit ones. And then depending where you're from, Salvadorian tamales are different from Mexican tamales. And then in different like um, cities in Mexico, they have like a signature tamal. From, like, different, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so, and like,
1: down there, they make, like, different tamales of different dishes. So, there's, like, mole tamales, there's, mm-hmm. like, salsa oh, verde, like, tamales. there is, like, pineapple, there is uh raisins and, and, and strawberry. Like, it just depends on each state has their own style. Yeah, and, style. Like,
2: and because the generation, because now, you know, we're here, Texas, California, they have different tamales than Mexico tamales. Oh. And all the dialects, Spanish, the s- slang, It's different from texas california even in different cities in mexico have their different slang Uh and then it's different like honduras like some words to them are appropriate and to mex to mexican spanish it's like inappropriate it's (laughs) okay like in guatemala but if you say it in spanish and mexicans are gonna be like oh that's inappropriate yeah so it's yeah you know what the culture is amazing
1: yeah yeah and uh and like really the states alone like, everybody has their own uh, accent. Everybody is different. Like, I, like from Mexico City, quesadillas don't need to have cheese. And this is, oh, like, really? mind-blowing for a lot of people. And even between Mexicans, they're like, why would you have a quesadilla with no cheese? I I grew up with that. So I'm like, you have to specify that you want cheese in a quesadilla.
2: We, yeah, we have, we like, the red chile. With uh with my dad used to make it out of cow's head meat, which is really tender. And to people, that's weird. I remember he'd bring it home, and my sister would play with the eyeball uh, of the cow. But he would make it out of out of cow out of cow's head meat and with red. And then as I started like meeting more people, you know, because like I said, I'm third generation down. They did it out of potatoes, jalapenos, and I'm like, this is weird. What's the
1: sauce?
2: Huh? Yeah. It yeah, so it's just the modern, different cuisines.
1: Modern. Like, I think it's just ultimately every state has its own legacy. Because uh, even within, you know, the Mexican region, you didn't only have Aztecs. Like, you know, you had the Mayans, you had Olmecs, you had, yeah. yeah, Toltecs. Like, you had a lot of natives there that ultimately got assimilated onto what Mexico is now. Uh-huh. Uh, and... It just the traditions carry on, you know Mm. the 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 spices that they use, the food ingredients that they use, and going you know going into like the cow's head thing. A lot of people think it's weird, but like Uh. that's part of our culture in the sense of we're still if you're like the way that it used to be was if you're gonna take the life of an animal, Uh you gotta use all of it. You gotta make sure that you're paying respect to this animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you would get leather, you know, you would get the bones and create weapons with that. You would e- eat all the meat. You would really pay the, your respects for taking a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it really is like ties on to the death of the dead. It's like, we're, here to celebrate the life and we understand People that each life yeah about cow's tongue
2: oh, yeah. well, that is the best meat <laughs> yeah. ever you've never had cow's tongue
1: <laughs> or
0: tripe that seems like we're really I, using I prob- it all I, I don't
2: know about that one <laughs> 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 i have i have boundaries now <laughs> all of a sudden i have boundaries all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> there's my cutoff off point <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's the thing that just recently occurred to me you know my kids are not into haunted houses they never want me to take them near that at all so they see a lot of the skeletons and the the skulls i'm like let's go down to this event and they're like that's not you know we don't want to go to that but i think like i show them a little bit more and they see that it's colorful and it's like fun and nobody's trying to Mm -hmm. scare them and then it's a whole different vibe you know
1: yeah yeah. it is not meant to be scary (laughs) (laughs) yeah nobody's gonna come and scare you It, it is not like that uh this is yeah it's just ultimate like you see the skeletons and the skulls just c- to remind you of the death, because uh-huh. of course you gotta you gotta remember that a lot of these people have passed away, uh-huh. um, and it's it's makes you a little bit more. Uh, I don't I don't want to say accustomed, but like it just kind of it's
2: realistic. Yeah, a skull ma- is realistic, a presentation <laughs> of death. It's realistic. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, because everybody will die, and and that kind of helps you get connected mm. with with mm. that all that fact yeah. <laughs> ultimately, uh, and just makes you feel okay, and it makes you appreciate life and being alive and it's like Mm -hmm. all right it's time to celebrate because we're alive yeah yeah Yeah. and
2: then with the Katrina you see that um they're covered with flowers um I did a photo shoot and you know she was in an elegant prom dress you know and she did she did have the skull but my presentation it can be anything Mm -hmm. whatever that beauty is um and then we had some feathers you know for the culture um but like you said, as the skeleton doesn't have to be a dark presentation.
0: Yeah. And so there is, like, kind of a big fashion element to it, right?
2: There is, definitely. Like you said, it's colorful. It's floral. Um, it's exotic. You know, the Aztec culture is, is, is an exotic culture. Uh-huh. Um, and that's also implemented in the costume. Floral. Um, and like I said, I used a prom dress. Uh-huh. It can be beautiful. Yeah.
1: And like if you travel all over Mexico, like each region has its own different traditional dresses that they use for the Catrinas or the Catrine, yeah, and like similar to each state has a different dress, it's it's oh. kind of like that. Everybody has their own vibe to it, and is the the Catrina element, which is the the face painting, is really the most important part because that's what represents a Katrina yeah. ultimately it's not so much what you're wearing right so the makeup but so that is for somebody
0: who's never done it before that is maybe one of the the ways for them to get into it is the the makeup find a dress like are there is there like rules about the dress at all or
2: there's no rules i think whatever especially for this contest i was looking for people to do more avant-garde style creative style uh-huh. um and to have a theme with that um, just to have it different, to have their own representation of what that is. Uh-huh. I don't think there's rules, especially when it comes to art, um, and that's where the creativity comes into place. So,
0: but is somebody going to come down dressed like as a zombie, or would that be that would be weird, right?
2: If that's what their presentation wants to be, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think there's rules to that.
0: And so the contest is that um, can anybody join it?
2: Yes. Um, right now we have ten entries, so. That's all we can have for the first year. Next year, we'll see what happens. Um, there's no entry fee, but we already have people that are going to be in it already in okay. the contest. So, so there people is, sign up. yes, there's a first, second, and third place uh, cash prize. First place is 250, second place, 175, and third place will be 75. But mm. there is no entry fee, and it wasn't for any. I wanted to open up to the public where you don't have to be a professional, yeah. you don't have to be licensed or anything like a hairstylist, makeup artist. If you're an artist, I wanted people to attend that are just passionate. So it was open to anybody and everybody. Mm. Um, But yeah, no entrepreneur, no licensed professionals. I just wanted people just to have fun with it.
0: Yeah. Then families have their their altars, their ofrendas up down here, but like people are still welcome to come through and like look at these. (laughs) Anyone,
2: anyone and everyone. And yeah. you're just
0: kind of paying your respects, or yeah, or?
1: that's ultimately what it is. It's similar to a lot of times the Day of the Dead happens at cemeteries. Mm. Uh, that's usually where where you would celebrate. You would go to the cemetery, and each tombstone has a different ofrenda. Same thing to celebrate their loved ones. Like their family comes in and decorates, brings them their favorite food, their favorite drink. Uh, so similar to that. Uh, here you would walk through the gallery and just respect everybody's families, uh, loved ones. So ultimately, these were members of the community at some point, so they were still, you know, were still connected. They were your neighbors. They were your. They might have helped you out. They might have helped bring out, uh, bring up a home and build it. So these are just people that are members of the comu- Were members of the community, mm. and you still want to be respectful to them. And it's just uh, a beautiful. It's almost like an art show of our culture. Yeah. Uh, but it doubles as well as a representation of their lives, and you've got to be respectful to them as well.
0: Right.
2: Uh, we'll also be having a car show out there about 40 cars, right? Yeah, yeah. Lowrider car show. Uh, low, rider, low riders are a big part of our culture in the Latin community, Mexican community. So we will also have the support of local car clubs.
0: Mm yeah, and he was showing me that like people will do their cars like kind of as an ofrenda. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so yeah.
2: on top of their cars, in yeah. front of their cars, people will also have
1: that. So that's uh that's a uh, uh, we we do require it for them to be part of the car show. Oh. Uh, since it is still at the Dead Festival, we want that element to it. Uh, so there will be a best of show car uh, ofren- with ofrenda, and oh. then uh, a community picked car show that's as well. cool
0: yeah that's cool so it's a pretty unique car show it's not mm-hmm. like any other
1: yeah it's not just a car it's uh, a car with the ofrendas, and they're all connected with them as well so like they bring their l- pictures of their loved ones as well mm-hmm. so each of them is going to be different yeah and then there's a community altar yeah yeah that one it's uh it's designed by n- on front
2: yeah right. Right here.
1: yeah it'll just be right in the lobby of the union station and that one, you're welcome to bring a photo if you would like uh, of your loved one, or if you want to contribute to it, you can. The day off, bring it, and then just pick it up at another time once we're mm. cleaning up. And,
2: and even though it's it is um, tradition in Mexican culture, again, it is an invitation for anyone that wants to bring mm. any photos or anything, they'll be able to bring it that day as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you guys noticed that in the past, like people, you know, feel like if they're not a part of this culture, they should stay away for some reason?
2: I feel like, and that's when you asked about the Coco movie. Uh-huh. I think that's a great way, like uh, an introduction, and I think this is a great introduction to our community to be a part of it. Yeah, It's not like an us or a we thing. This is for everyone and anyone to come and celebrate, come and dance, mm-hmm. come and dress up, yeah. come and eat some food, and come and just celebrate. This is an open invitation for everyone. It's just Like I said, it's just not like a culture thing. This is for everyone.
0: Yeah. So how, how long have you guys been doing it? This is our fifth year yeah. doing this it. This is my first
2: yeah. year first year with the committee. Mm. Um, but this is the fifth year yeah, that they've the been doing it. Mm. Um, and Leon will be but mostly doing everything next year. Um, <laughs> I'm excited um, for the committee to grow. I'm excited to see what this is going to look like next year. And just to see this expand from here on out. Well, there's some big plans. There's some future plans and i i i just hope to continue to be a part of it
1: how did the committee come together um so a couple members have been there since the beginning uh-huh. um so it started five years ago i joined three years ago uh three of the community members right now have been since the beginning and then i got i um, i was the newest until rebecca joined mm. And we people, if they want to be part of it, we usually have them volunteer one year. And then if they continue to show interest and they still want to be part of it, then we can all vote whether or not they can come in. Mm. Uh, we have a, maybe two new committee members next year. Uh, it just kind of depends if they're still wanting to be part of it. Uh, if, you're, if you're a part of this culture and you want to continue to grow their representation here in, in Ogden or in Utah... Uh, you're more than welcome to send yeah. us an email and then we can
2: yeah, volunteer please volunteer um just come and introduce yourself to us we'll have these t-shirts over here we'll have these on um come to us give us all your information um and we'll go from there uh my name on facebook is rebecca rodriguez on instagram it's at hey @HeyBek-Bek, h-e-y-b-e-k-b-e-k we also have the other los oh, okay. muertos utah <laughs> On Facebook, please follow us for any updates. Um, and also on Instagram, you could always DM on those as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, send us an email. We just started that that page this year, mm. um, but we're, c- we're going to continue to grow, and it's just reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to get you in the right Avenue.
0: Is it like a nonprofit organization? Is this like a fundraiser?
1: Um, it is, it's not necessarily a fundraiser for a nonprofit. Um, the festival itself operates under nurture, the creative mind, Mm. and the union station. So the, it is powered by the union station in a way. Uh, and, um, and Nurture the Creative Mind is our nonprofit organization that helps power everything else. Mm. Uh, we do have a few other sponsors. Uh, sponsors. Yeah. So Ogden City, uh, Wimpy & Fritz, Sonora Grill, Kristen Guyen, and Young Subaru are some of the sponsors for, for this year. And Remax? And Remax, yeah. yeah. Remax, Kristen Chris, Guy. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Mm. people Do not do people pay? No, this is a free event. Everything is free. Uh, That's kind of why we have the sponsors to help make everything happen. Uh, We don't charge for the community altars either. Um, The car show does have a small fee as well as the vendors and the food trucks. Um, But overall, we usually get around 4,000 people. Wow. So there's a fairly big festival and we don't really charge a crazy amount or anything like that to be part of it. But so it's out front with the car show in here with the a friend does. so the the fashion show the performances and the music happens at the plaza oh uh the cart show just happens north of the plaza and then inside the lobby is where we have all the vendors and then the food trucks are lined up along the along the street as well on the, on the parking lot in the parking lot oh okay
0: awesome thanks a lot guys i appreciate it no. thanks
1: for coming down thank you for, welcome. for
0: thanks us. for having us yeah mm-hmm. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to the guests. Please make sure you're telling your friends. I also want to shout out plaid thread. They're this new local shirt company. They did our shirts for us. Super high quality, great shirts, great print. They really put a lot of work in proud of them. Uh, you know, pick one of those up if you want, uh, or, you know, just buy something local somewhere and, uh, have a great week.